In this first episode of Season 3 of The Coach's Trail, your co-hosts Jeff Sardog-Sari and Matt Schmini-Schmidt tee up the season by looking back at their past guests, illustrious guests, and culling the gems and wisdom from those sessions to create this season's theme of values. And in true form with their candid thoughts, humorous style, and playwork, they get down to business. So stick around and let's get started. Welcome to season three of The Coach's Trail. I am your co-host, Jeff Sardog-Sari, and my co-host here is... Matt Schmitty-Schmidt, or Schmitty. Yeah, I am ready for... What are we in, man? Where are we at? Dude, we are in our third season, yes, number three, of a really cool journey with you. And it's been a pleasure thus far to be on the line with you. And we are continuing to bring the purpose of the podcast to bear on the listeners who our audience is, those uh, young adults, college age, to really have them look at principles like values and mindfulness and communication and stress management, all these things that we need to learn as adults as we go through life so that we can just have the best life that we can and save precious time on our journey and uh, get on with it and up level constantly, consistently. I love it, man. And it's like reminding me of the coach's trail, which has been a while since we've been on the trail with this crew, with this team, with these people, you know, and I, I think what I continue to learn from you is like, it's this notion of coaching with each other, right? It's like that being with, you know? And so I love doing that with you. It's, it's such a grounding, wonderful experience, but then I love sharing that. Like I just talked to Nate Flyzik today, one of our, you know, former students here. And it's like, there's that reciprocation too, right? It's like, there's some of us giving, but there's so much receiving that happens in it also. So You brought up a great point that we are going to have another slew or cadre of really awesome guests Mm. culminating in a possible mystery guest. So I'm not even going to let the cat out of the bag. I have. I have the letter and invite drafted. But yeah, we always try to bring on someone special, which we'll talk about later in this episode. We're kind of going to reflect back right on on some of the special peeps we've had on. But yes, there is a, a mystery guest we may try to bring on. Awesome. And we are going to have college age folks on with us season two, season four and season six, potentially to just pick their young brains about their lives and what's going on. And and the theme of this season, season three is values. Mm. So we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah, man. What What do we value? What is important? And before we go down that part of the river. We want to step back and, you know, as our listeners know, we've got some kind of different segments we go with or some kind of frame vision. And what we want to start with today is is kicking it on either the front or the back porch. And maybe we can change it up this week. I'm going to go front porch (laughs) next week. We may be different. Right. But we're looking out and we were kind of saying, like, what does that mean? Right. Just I think it's an opportunity to check in. And I have fond memories uh, from when I grew up down south, Florida, Georgia, of sitting on the front porch with my family, sipping, you know, either sweet tea or beverage of choice, and just being able to have that quality time to check in and pause. And man, 
I don't know about you, but pandemic <laughs> work pressures, right? It's it's the winter right now. It's it's not as frequent, but making that time for that. So I'd love to make a little time with that for us. But I don't know about your thoughts on on the vision of that real quick. I love it. I love the chance to sit and feel the cool breeze flowing through your beautifully coiffed hair. <laughs> you can't see that Shimini actually got a haircut. It looks really nice. Yeah, you look like you got yours cut pretty tight too. There, <laughs> you got the. So, uh, uh, go ahead. Yeah, I got the uh, the buzz cut. Um, <laughs> I have hair envy, everyone. So, yeah, I love I love sitting on the front porch. You know, looking at kind of what we're um, what can center us, right? What what do we need to express? Maybe just to become present on this call and just you know sip that tea together. So, what's on your mind? Yeah. Um, I mean, the first thing I, I think that's so important. And I was talking to actually Randy Pierce last week about like, I'm like, oh, that's so rare. And he's like, oh, it might not be as rare as you think. <laughs> and I think that's a good point, right? Because to what you're saying about centering or getting grounded, it's like, what are our needs? And how are we doing right now? Right. So when I'm thinking about sitting on the front porch and I'm thinking like, oh, what's the weather look like right now outside? You know, it's sunset. But to be fair, like also with myself, that internal weather check. So, um, that's one way of doing it, you know, and for me right now, things are so full, you know, it's, it's kind of crazy. We're getting ready to open up the college right now. We had a delayed opening. We've got all the testing protocol moving in 3000 students, uh, you know, roughly thereabouts. Um, so it's, uh, it's windy (laughs) and, uh, but there is, there is rays of sun coming through and I'm, I'm excited about it, but it's also, it's definitely the weather patterns are also changing so quickly. Right. So, so how about you? If I spun that weather vane around, what, what about yourself, man? What's the weather? Yeah. Yeah. I think windy is a good, uh, good, uh, weather pattern right now. And I feel the same, even though we have different roles, uh, you know, for the listeners, I have a coaching business, uh, business coaching, helping small businesses for the most part, uh, you know, with stress management, with communication, with management training. And my my business has mushroomed. You know, it's gotten really, really big and it's still a party of one, me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm sitting on the front porch reflecting on, wow, there's a lot going on and I'm only one man and life balance is really important to me, which we'll talk about in the value section of this podcast but, you know, I'm just I'm in that question of like, what's what's too much? Mm. Yeah, I love that. And I just kind of kick it out to the listeners just thinking like maybe what's that reflective question that helps them. Right. Like I know I worked with a couple of orientation coordinators this week. I'm sure sure you with your clients. What are those things that help them pause? Is, is there a person? Is it journaling? So just taking that moment. How do you check in on your weather? Right. Because uh, not just with the weatherman. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I love, you know, sitting on the porch, like you, you gave us that vivid picture of you and your youth. And it's just a really wonderful time to kind of quiet down, to connect one with the person or the elements, but also yourself and just realize, wow, sip that tea tastes good. I'm in the moment right now. I've got a great life and uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. And I think a, a cool part to be is coming off this. I think I'm hearing like a question of the day or something. We could throw out some of the peeps we know and say, hey, what are the ways you do this? You know, is it is it in your bedroom? Is it in the morning, late at night? Is it actually on a porch? Like, how are people making time? Is it with someone else or is it by yourself? You know, so I, I'm interested in saying, oh, let's kick that out to the listeners and we'll see if we get some pulse back, you know, um, and we can we can share out because that would be valuable to know. 
<laughs> well, and, and we're doing it right now, right? This is one of our touch points where we get to recenter ourselves in the river of life, step back on the bank and reflect with each other. You know, what, what one, what's next? Or what do you need while you're in the river? Do you need an inner tube right now? Do you need a lifeline? Do you need to just go on the bank and just feel the sun? Do you need to swim full board down that river? Like what's going on? Yeah, no, the water, I think water is a helpful analogy or metaphor. You know, people can say, you know, I often, you hear, right? Like, are you overwhelmed? (laughs) Are you whelmed? You don't normally hear people saying, I'm just whelmed. (laughs) So, but I am going to switch to the sip, which is also liquid water (laughs) based, right? But we'd had this idea of just a little sip of some kind of inspirational point, right? Something that's come up for us. And I had found this article which I think is cool. And I think it's good to throw that out for people like, you know, uh, what are you reading? What quotes are you hearing? And this one was, I sent it to you, the advice epidemic, right? So we're in a pandemic, (laughs) the advice epidemic. And it was like, I'm just going to read a section of it. It's from the minimalist. So those that are looking to reference it, we can, you know, put a link in there. But it's like this urge to convince others is overwhelming. On the surface, it, it appears virtuous to help, to instruct, coach, guide, motivate give advice right and he goes into it on and on and i love kind of what he worked into towards the end was that the degree of challenge that's there of like just really being there for others and modeling as you just talked about and i think i was hoping to kind of show that differentiation of that that we're paying attention to that you know but that it was it was very intriguing to me because i catch myself in that right like just you're hearing somebody and if you're not just that active listening and you're just looking to jump in and fix it's this whole different frame. And uh, I'd I'd love to hear your thoughts on it or or what you thought about the reading. Well, it's very inspiring. And it's a great almost segue into values conversation, which are, which is the meat on the hook for our our content today. Uh, But I, I think the sip of life, I loved reading that article that you sent me because it's something I strive to practice and I get paid to do it. And I strive to uh, just be better at it with not solving people's problems for them or diagnosing them or judging them or telling them what to do, like you said, directing them, but really just being that safe harbor where they can dock their boat and uh, moor it for a little while and then send them off back, you know, and they've figured stuff out. And I believe the wisdom of people, that's inspiring to me, all the groups and the people I sit with. I don't, you know, when I really listen to them, I realize they have the answers. I mean, I might have an idea here and there, but they know what they need to do, but something's getting in their way. It may not be crystal clear about what they want or what they need to do. And that's just through the questioning that I have, you know, the listening, the paraphrasing, all those skills, they figure it out. And then we assess barriers and we get on with the day. And it's really exhilarating. So I I love that article. It's very inspiring as I take that little sip right now on the front porch. Oh, no, I, I was trying to glean some of that off because I love the way you just said that and it makes sense. And I think, though, right, that concept can feel maybe paradoxical or like, as you say, like, I can't remember what you said just in there because I was, you know, trying to digest it all. But it was something about basically maybe you can edit this down if my thought takes too long. <laughs> right. But it's like basically something along the lines of um, you have the answers in you already. But it's like if someone's looking for advice or they right, or maybe they're not, how do we know this? Right. But I was thinking about my coaching role as like a soccer coach. I come in and I remember one of the things I appreciated so much was um, early on, some of my mentors in coaching, right, were setting the frame of that we're, we're guided discovery. 
you know, this is the model we're using. So, but there still needs to be that structure. Like we're going to be teaching skills, but it's this balance, right? Because how much am I guiding versus how much are they looking to receive? So I wonder too, I'm saying that that's a specific role where I have some experience playing with this notion of coaching versus allowing them to like discover these things for themselves. Um, and maybe, right, I'm thinking about the listeners right now, like what roles are they in where you can think about that? Because if I think about my wife and I, <laughs> this is a different set of roles where sometimes we can get caught in that. And I was going to close with my my one thought on this was I was just listening to this great talk. It was a Google talk by uh, a student of the Dalai Lama. And he's like, with his accent, I'm not going to try to get his accent, but he's like, if you want stress and burnout, you know, if you really want to get stressed and burnout, which is a whole topic, right? He's like, try to change people. He's like, he's like, try it at home. <laughs> and I immediately thought, oh yeah, I've done that. <laughs> he's like, but we all need help. And so I love that he was like, it's this fine line between change and help. And I think um, it's a great thing to discover with each other and with others. It's beautifully said, man. I love that. You're just such a, you're such a colorful guy. <laughs> you know, you're, you're always replete with an article or a saying or a model or a program or a book, like your mind is expansive and you have so many tools to draw from. So I'm just drinking from your, how your mind works. You make connections through very disparate things. It's really cool. Well, I appreciate that. And then we'll give the Schmitty full transparency. The other side of that is a slippery slope, <laughs> a mudslide into the water where it's like the trap of uh, too much you know, information, right? But friends like yourself and others help me kind of whittle down what's useful. Mm. In that vein, what's useful, you know, our content this season, and we're kicking it off today, is about values, right? And values are those things that are, are important to us, what we hold dear, what we hold sacred. And for me, there are things that guide our actions. And we were lucky in the past two seasons to have such illustrious guests who are very values driven. And this is why, as we dialogued about this upcoming season, this theme was readily apparent to us. One, because we're also uh, forging ahead in, in our own values-driven world, our own mission-driven world. But we've also had these esteemed guests on that uh, ooze this stuff out. And so we've been able to take those gems and glean and, and shine the window a little bit more in our own paths and then pass it on to the listeners. And so let's reflect a little bit about the past couple of seasons. Do a couple people stand out for you, Schmitty, uh, about uh, values? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think uh, I was thinking about this uh, last couple of days, knowing this is what we we're coming in with. And it was like, OK, Ooh, like thinking back to those last two seasons, because it's been, we've had a little hiatus, which has been good. And I think uh, one of the people that came up for me was Ashley and Kelsey we had on, and I believe that was season one. So that's rolling back, right? And it was uh, friendships. You know, they were coming on with relationships. I remember uh, them talking about their past relationships while they were students, but then once they had graduated, their commitment to keeping that friendship going. It's interesting. I was thinking like, so what's the value there, right? Is friendships a value? You know, I value my friends. And so really thinking about like trying to simplify that notion of how we think about that. But it was beautiful to hear them sharing about what that meant to them. 
and and just hearing that, like you're saying, hearing their experiences. So that's one for me. What about you? Well, and yes, thank you. I'll tell you that in a second. And <laughs> I know that as we've talked about in the past, our roles as men who have families and jobs and multiple jobs and all sorts of different things that sometimes our social world can get out of whack. And so to hear these two wonderful women talk about how strong their friendship is and how they're dedicated to keeping it going, it's really uh, helps us as older adults say, you know what, that is important. And uh, I want to make sure I foster that. Oh, I mean, you just reminded me of a conversation you and I have had. (laughs) So thank you. Uh, But I'll bring it to the trail, right? Like meaning stick with the trail metaphor that they're putting that practice on the trail, that value and they're putting it in place. But it's easy to kind of get off of that trail, right? For me, you know, um, with those responsibilities and roles you just talked about to have a lot of great friends, but not making that time to connect as regularly as might be needed to really meet that need, right? And so it's just interesting. And what came out of that for me was me starting to make more time to invest in those things that are valuable for me. And the second I flipped that, I was like, oh yeah, that helps a little bit. <laughs> so, well, and, I'm, and I'm lucky to ha- be the recipient of your desire because Schmitty's like, Sardog, I want to go out to coffee with you and uh, I don't want to talk business. Let's just chill on the front porch or the back porch together and sip like literally it was a coffee shop. So sip coffee. And it was awesome. And sidebar challenge. We're just going to put it out here to the public right now. You're like, Oh boy, what's he going to say? (laughs) I also want to take a hike with you, right? Like we got to get out on the trail. Cause I feel like if we can't report that out by the end of season three challenge, (laughs) challenge denied no we'll we'll get on it but i think you know stuff like that right it's that ambition to put a little adventure out there once a month or something to that degree but i digress in what's what's on your value radar yeah so when i think back you know uh two people stand out from season one randy pierce and his notion of perseverance and you know after being on the podcast i didn't know randy uh, only through you, I went on to read his book and I still yet to have him on my podcast. So if Randy, you're listening, wink, wink, I'll get you on at some point. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, just Randy's story is so enlightening and uh, heartfelt and raw and real and amazing to me. And also AJ, right? I loved I loved having AJ. I mean, I love Leanne. I love all of the, the people that we've had. Those two uh, guys stick out to me that AJ was just like a man on fire. And a, uh, I think even self-proclaimed like too much on fire sometimes, <laughs> you know, and, and how he was going into a journey into fatherhood, which you and I have been in for some years now. And he was like right on the cusp of that journey. And yet he was redefining his values uh, and realizing that some of those things are going to shift, you know, like he's a hardworking driver. He's, a, he's an empowerer and he's going to shift some of those onto his kid uh, and in his family life. But some things will also have to shift, you know, like life balance, like take now instead of going out on the soccer field, you're going to have to now take care of the kid, you know, and not have to. But it things start to shift. So I really appreciate these two guys bearing their authenticity and things that are up for them uh, currently. And that was really uh, awesome to, to be part of. Oh, I, and I loved watching you share about that. I saw the value of 
man on fire, right? And like you said, um, maybe, and, and like you said, he even said as he went through some of his values at the end of that episode, if you haven't heard it, go back. It's It's gotten some good reviews from our listeners, right? But about the different things that he valued as a coach. But I love it. You're right. He shifted into how that's going to lean into his family. It was beautiful. But but two things came up for me that brought up one more person I wanted to share about was authenticity and patience, right? Because sometimes when we get this fire going and we're excited, we're passionate, it's tough to maybe slow down and be patient for different outcomes or things we want, right? And Jeff Warren, you know, from 10% Happier app and uh, renowned writer, right? Great guy came on and talked to us about mindfulness. And I remember I was saying to you earlier, I was like, is mindfulness a value? I mean, I value <laughs> being mindful. So here we go, right? But he kind of, I remember in that episode, there were some times it popped out where he says, you know, what does mindfulness bring to you? Or what are the things of value you can glean from, from mindfulness? And it was patience, you know, authenticity, uh, our health, you know, being more aware of that awareness, you know, so all these different things that come out. So I think it's neat and, and just kind of concisely wrapping too. where it's it, I go back to the trail again, what are these tools on the trail, but what value do those tools bring us? You know, how do we, what rewards? So it's cool. Yeah. And, you know, to start moving to the end of the podcast, you know, we're going to explore that. And what's really cool, Schmidt is we talked before the, uh, the calls, before the record button got pushed, that we're exploring our values as we talk about values, right? And so you and I have had some amazing conversations about values and, and values that we share, like presence, you know, in community and, and these kind of things. Patience is a, is, a, is a value. And so as we get going along, we'll articulate our values more to the listeners, but also challenge them. Like you said, a task would be even think about what are those things that drive you? Is it your health? Is it friendship? Is it patience? Is it something that's aspirational? Meaning you might be stressed out right now, but you want to develop patience as a value so that you can kind of chill out and be uh, a better force for engaging other people, for instance. You know, for me, I know positivity is a value. I, I think about it. I have it direct my actions I'm lucky to be in a coaching environment where I get to be a positive cheerleader for people and say, wow, great job, or that's awesome. It sounds like you really want to make some change and that's phenomenal. And I just feel humbled and privileged. So positivity is something that guides me. And I want to unfold that even more through the course of the season. And so mm -hmm. how about you? Can you articulate a value that you hold dear right now? Talk about being on the spot. You would have hoped I would have thought about this beforehand. <laughs> But I didn't. Um, no, I, I gave thought to all these other things. And I think what I'll go with, which is great, is just leaning into my intuition, right? Meaning the word that's coming up for me is connection. I value connection with others, but also with myself. And that can be a little bit of a slippery slope, like valuing connection, because that can go pro and con, right? But the way that I'm going to say value for myself, what I want to work on is this segment that I'm going to be looking on too, is becoming grateful. Is there's the becoming part, which is the intentionality and me integrating things. And that's those self connections. And then there is the grateful and gratitude part is of what? Is it of working with Jeff? Is it performing in these different ways? And so there's all these different places that I'm going to be able to play with that. But I think connection for me will be something I'll sit in on. Um, but kind of that twofold look at it, right? What are those things that are coming in? And, and what are the things I'm sharing out? I don't know. Um, and, and I think I'm excited about exploring it, right? Like I love being good with not fully knowing there's, 
I mean, we better get used to uncertainty, right? <laughs> well, you know, that's interesting because that is a value, right? Being able to hold the tension like, and mm-hmm. realize through confusion, this clarity, for instance. You know, when my clients say I'm really confused, I'm like, great. <laughs> you know, but we often think that we have to be perfect and have all the answers, but we don't. And Schmitty and I don't have all the answers and we're putting it out to you. And I think a challenge this week for everyone would be to start reflecting on what, what are the, whether you call them values or principles or guides or whatever, you know, don't get hung up on the word. But what are these things that really guide your intentionality? Like Schmitty said, something you want to become And then how do you embody that and have it guide your actions? Because if I want to be positive, but then I'm, you know, yelling at my kid or I'm saying, oh, that's a crappy goal. You know, I'm not I'm not congruent or or have integrity with that. So I want to really try to embody it, which means I think about it a lot. I I read about it. I meditate on it and I uh, expose it in certain environments, like in my coaching world, where I can actually turn that dial up. Right. So I would have the listeners really embark on that journey of just some self-discovery and maybe write down some some thoughts. Schmidty and I had the whiteboard full of like it looked like a friggin uh, football playbook, you know, X's and O's and, and squiggly marks and, uh, you know, people over here. And <laughs> two minute two minute warning. It was, you know, it was it was full court. I'm excited about that. I think that was a good move to wrap, right, for this first episode. Um, I'm excited. I think that that presencing being present and connecting. I think those are a good focus for me and really listening to the uh, the listeners. I think we got some people who I've been connecting with who have either been on or been listening, and I'm excited to get back in touch with them and hearing, you know, yeah, I think that's a great question you pose out to them. Some play work from our playbook to your play work. <laughs> Let's play. That's great. And you just nailed it. And I just want to close with that, that I'm excited because when I was a young man, their age, I didn't have mentors or coaches like me or you to facilitate these kind of conversations. I was kind of on my own, left to my own devices. And uh, it would have uh, shortened my journey, right, to um, be able to reflect on these and really galvanize them. And so we're excited to have such young adults who have passion and purpose and uh, have, you know, struggles as well as like anybody does, but they've got it together to some degree. And it's really, although they might not agree with us when I, when I say that, <laughs> but from our perspective, they, they really have a good head on their shoulders. And so that's, it's going to be awesome. Totally, man. Looking forward to the trail. We'll see you guys on the next episode. Yes, sir. Peace everyone. <laughs>